Marvel is very coy with closed captions. Like the fish. Yes, just like the fish, Andrew. You are now listening Marvel's Super Awesome Super Show with your hosts, Reach and John. starting <laughs> yeah sure it doesn't matter sure okay uh, so we got some stuff to talk about today with uh whatever this show that we've been watching for the past three weeks uh falcon and winter soldier that's true that's true but before <coughs> we talk uh, about that i have a few quick announcements andrew uh, oh okay yeah because uh as you know and a few people in our chat know we're live we're streaming this live on twitch what? And then yes, so we're going to be doing all of our uh, podcasts streamed on Twitch as well. So people can watch and interact with us during the podcast streaming. Yep. And yeah, so that'll be cool. And the VOD of the stream will go onto our YouTube channel too. So that's good fun. Yeah, and then we may also be doing some extra streaming just on the side yeah. of just like random games and fun stuff so will andrew let me open pokemon cards up on here probably not yes oh yes as long as i don't have to be here for that oh you don't have to be here for that. <laughs> <laughs> i want to open up pokemon cards for me um, um. yeah <laughs> those are really our announcements well um, oh, and, oh, and oh, we've, and we've got some new logos we do have new um, logos. We're going to be... Done by uh, one of our friends, Megan Lee. Uh, O-Mel Studios? Is that what her... O-Mel, yeah, Studios. Or something like that. Something we'll, like uh, that. We'll, 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 we'll tag it. her and get get her stuff out there. Yeah. Um, she's great. Awesome person. Great at doing the artsy things that I suck at. So. Well, you've got different artsy. <laughs> yeah, like, I can do this with my hands. Andrew, this is also a podcast, which means yeah, but that there was like a <laughs> five seconds of just silence. They can imagine me doing this with my hands, though. For those of you on the podcast, he is opening None and closing <laughs> his fingers. <laughs> I'll post a video onto our, our uh, Twitter, don't worry. Yeah. I've got magical hands. Anyway. Um, did you want to talk about, uh, Marvel Madness, any? Oh, yeah. Because we're, we're finishing that up s- soon, right? Yeah, so we're, we're, uh, yeah. So, well, it finished up yesterday, actually, with Taserface winning. Um, uh, the official one, though. Not, not the, oh, not right. the, not you decided he would win. The one where it was just me and, yeah. So yeah, we are down to the what is this? Is this Sweet Sixteen? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen. We're down to the Sweet Sixteen. So this is all gonna wrap up here in the next week. Um, so yeah, keep following Marvel Madness. Um, I haven't updated our bracket because I've been exhausted with school, and I slept all day today because I was I had an hour of sleep on Thursday night or Wednesday night. So you know, That's I'm just terrible. catching up. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's grad school. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we will get that all updated as soon as possible and out for the masses. And, yeah. Cool. Well, 
Let's start talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so you got what you wanted, I guess, with uh, Bucky getting, uh, I guess, controlled and turning back into the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, I kind of did. I kind of was right. I, it wasn't the mind control I was expecting, though. Cause, like, I mean, I, I definitely was right. I knew that it was gone. Yeah, you, you were 100% right there. But I was right because I think what we're seeing now with Bucky is he... Think of him like the Hulk. I think yeah. it's a good comparison where in, in the early stages, you know, Banner said, you know, him and Hulk have one hand on the wheel each. Right now, Bucky has both hands on the wheel, but he just let both of the hands go and the Winter Soldier took over. I, I don't know if that's it necessarily. I, I think he just knew how. There was, a, there was a switch that got flipped, though. Yeah, I think, but he flipped the switch and he knew, okay, this is how I have to act and do these things. And I, just think like, he, I think he still has that fear, though, of can he the turn Winter that Soldier switch off? I think so. I th- I think what he did was he let his subconscious brain kind of just take over and do like he consciously was like, okay, I have to attack and I have to do these things, but let his subconscious brain side of his brain do all the actions. But he was still in control. Okay. Of, like the situation. That makes that 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 makes sense. I'm just uh, I still I want to see him. At, I mean, I want to see him, but I also don't want to see him just, like, go full Winter Soldier, hail Hydra one more time. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get that, but I, and I, but I see why you want that. Because, I mean, it makes for a good character arc, mostly. Like, writing, he... Because I, I, I want him... Cause, His character arc has gone through so much already, though. That's where I'm at, is that it's, right. like, it doesn't need this one more time of, oh, look... I'm still he, the Winter Soldier. He, he's having, but the problem is he's having problems with accepting what he's done. That's why he's in therapy, really. Like, sure, it's mm-hmm. court mandated, but that's why he's in therapy. It's because he's can't deal with what he's done. There, there are some people where he's like, yeah, sure, I can make my amends with them, but for the most part. Mm-mm. Who was the person that Zemo read out of the book? That was the... Uh, I don't remember their name, but that was the kid that he killed. Ah, okay. okay. That... that um, yeah, from episode one. Gotcha. Um, which is why that one kind of stung him real bad, because it's mm-hmm. one of the few people he can't... He has to actually like make those amends in... A, there can't be any. He has to follow all three rules to a T, and for the most part, I mean, he, he gets around his rules, mm-hmm. right? The one with Zemo, he is royally screwing up. Like, rule number one: don't do anything illegal. Rule number two: no don't violence. Hurt anyone. He is. That no, was don't hurt anyone. Oh, don't hurt anyone. Well, he's ruined. He is not. He's both those. He's broken already. Jailbreak, and then uh, he he's he is in a 
world of <laughs> legal issues and yeah yeah i think it's great though the way that zemo is kind of being brought in as a character oh yeah um, definitely multiple times throughout this episode i was like do i do i trust him and it's still like even at the end it's like do i really trust him like obviously at the end it showed like hey he is there to help them but he still is zemo and it's very much he's, a he's going to betray them i, I would agree until that moment i am loving this buddy cop with a really rich friend vibe that the three of them have going mm-hmm. on yeah so this is kind of like where we were getting to with at the beginning like even before watching it is like this episode really is the episode where it's like this is what we thought this whole series was going to be about and you were right like in, if you go to the i think it's our first episode you said i think this is going to be more of a like there's going to be some spy elements and yep. i've definitely felt those spy elements today i was like there, there's yeah. a little bit of espionage but it's for the most part like you're, you're getting that spy you're getting that buddy cop comedy um the part where they're talking about um oh i can't remember the name what was the the song or or the album oh i don't remember the album or the artist Uh, i should you should martin gay right martin i think i thought it was gray but gay gray i think it i believe it's martin gay okay anyway he is so that was really cool um i i loved the callback i loved all the callbacks they really did marvin gay that's marvin yeah he's named the the prince of motown and prince of soul yep i loved how man the, the the social commentary again with sam and how zemo was just like that's basically he was like that's african-american culture in a nutshell and sam was like he's crossed a line like you can't say that but he's right but he's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean there there's a whole lot of i mean to the core core of this is sam feels like he can't be captain america because he doesn't have the super soldier serum that's part part of the reason why and he, hmm. th- at this point, he, well, Captain America stands for a symbol, right? He knows that he can be the Falcon. He's good at that. He knows how to fly around on his thing. Captain America, though, he's like, that. Captain America has to be strong. He has to stand up for what's right. He has to be sure of himself. Sometimes I'm not so sure of myself. Um, and that's why, I mean, he, he he's flawed. He doesn't think he of himself is perfect which is yeah and i mean even zemo said like how captain america was flawed but i don't think he was necessarily talking about steve rogers i really think he was talking about the more idea, the idea yeah. of captain yes exactly which we saw from the opening scene with seeing how john walker has these little baby girl anger issues oh like, my god he just such a freaking let's talk about that because I really want to talk about the difference between John Walker and Captain America. So, at 9 o'clock, I get a text from our sister Kayla. 
who I think is in the chat still. Um, and uh, she was like talking talking about like oh there's the Russian word for Zemo is the same I think is the same word as blue or white or something like that. Um, and then we we start talking a little bit more and she's like did you know that um, in episode two anytime John Walker talked the closed caption said that his name was Captain America, but this episode it had it as John Walker. Interesting. And I think it's... Uh, Kayla says Zima is winter. That's that's um, what it is. <laughs> but, th- but, it's not Russian. They're, he's German. He's German, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's just a well, crazy yeah. random happenstance. Yeah. Uh, pro- probably not crazy. Probably definitely well, on purpose. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, because I believe in the comics, Baron Zemo came before the Winter Soldier. Baron Zemo's been, like, one of Captain America's, like longest rivals he's been like a rival of not just captain america but the avengers as a whole because he's mm-hmm. controlling manipulative all that good stuff where i believe it wasn't until like the early 2000s maybe late 1990s that we got uh bucky barnes soldier. as this yeah yeah the winter soldier gotcha um but it's, it's I, I, I think, so the, the fish, Andrew, um, I like now that I have your, your camera, I can see your dumb smirk every time you make a stupid <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so when, when we first see in WandaVision, spoiler for WandaVision, by the way, when we see Ralph Boner come up and it's the same actor that played Quicksilver in the X-Men franchise. They literally had it as Quicksilver from X-Men franchise in the closed captions. Whereas, like, towards the end, I think they, they changed back to Ralph Boner because it was revealed that he's not Quicksilver. Yeah. It's definitely something Marvel does, I feel like, just as an Easter egg on top of everything. Yeah. You know, and, and like, definitely when you hear, see it's John Walker, and he even says in that scene, he's like, do you know who I am? And I was just like, you're not Captain America. Like, that's all I was thinking. I was like, He wasn't doing Captain anything. America. Well, he wasn't doing anything Captain America should do. He was doing what a agent of the U.S. government would do. As what a U.S. agent would do. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Hence why he's U.S. agent. The U.S. agent. Yep. Yeah. Um. Which it, which, really, I mean, it kind of it's huge social commentary on like, the U.S.'s global, um, global dominance in war, how they put themselves into places where they probably shouldn't be. Um. Sure. Sometimes they need, you know. You know, if someone attacks the U.S., they'll come fight back. Take World War Two, for example, right? Yeah. Ger- uh, not the Germans. The uh, Japanese bomb us. We take it to an extreme measure and nuke Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... I think Marvel's done a very good job showing the commentary of American... What is that? 
expansion like american invasion Mi- Honestly, military that's probably the best militarism word. militarism militarism yeah i think that's a but being very invasive and like yeah i know i don't have a warrant to go into this building in germany but we heard that a bad guy was here right you know? which i mean so i watched i watched a youtube video and i thought so there's a there's a channel called film theory i don't know if you've ever watched it andrew uh-huh. <laughs> but they, they did a theory about you know where, where marvel's going and all this stuff and one thing i thought was interesting on there was when he was talking about uh falcon and the winter soldier was that disney wants to set up uh the flag smashers is even though they're framed right now as the bad guys they won't be the bad guys in the end Mm -hmm. um i mean well and we kind of saw that where you know they're uh, just helping out people yeah she was like like where do you have what some thousands of you know vials that aren't being used and like we need these to survive mm-hmm. then you know she blows up the entire building and that wasn't her, her. partner her co-partner did no yes she commanded him to though no he, he said goes, oh you're still... right you're right he was like there's still people in there and, and then she's she like said... that's the only way we can give the right message that's the only way these Which... people will listen that's what she yeah which is wrong on her like that that that's I say is, evil but i think yeah. her ideals will stand that's i and i think that's kind of something with like these these movies um oh about to talk about another franchise legend of korra mm-hmm. have you watched it uh i have once but it's been a long time okay well in the last season of legend of korra um, Cora is struggling with like PTSD and other issues, and it turns out the in order to defeat her final foe, she has to accept every ideal that her previous three villains fought with, like fought for. She mm-hmm. has to accept that they were right to an extent. They were all extremists, but that doesn't mean that they were wrong. And I think we're going to get something here where Falcon and Bucky are going to say, okay, Flag Smashers are an extremist group that are killing people, but they're not wrong. There's a lot of people struggling because of the blip. Not just people who came back, but the people who stayed as well. We need to yeah. focus on everyone, not and just those We kind of also back. saw that with Zemo and him talking about, like, you know, when he was talking about who Captain America is mm-hmm. and then comparing, you know, explaining how, like, we, he was like, we don't want a world filled with people like the Red Skull. He was essentially like, but we don't also want a world filled with Captain Heroes. Americas. Yeah. Right. And so that 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 was kind of like, I think, the beginning of that eye-opening moment. And to... The thing is, Sam kind of knows that. He doesn't want there to be another Captain America because... The longer a symbol stands, the more likely a group is going to use it against its original purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just out of history, I can think of one example of this, and that's the the 
the Christian Crusades. You know, they mm-hmm. had this ideal of, you know, you know, taking back the lands for uh, Christ. It's not exactly what, what uh, Jesus would want, but they did it anyway. They said it was yeah. holy. <laughs> um, so, I, kind of talking about, you know, all, all these different scenes that we've seen so far. I want to talk about Sharon Carter, Agent okay. 13. I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but I did tell you that I thought Sharon would be going against Bucky and uh, I don't Sam remember this. I do not remember this. Be- because in, in the trailer where she's in, we see that like she had a gun pointed at them. And, like, we saw that in this scene, like, when we – or in this episode where she, like, first comes out. So I was, like, kind of right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she so definitely is more just I, taking the – being a free-range person, like, free-range assassin, murderer, whatever, and to the extreme. So I think it's um, interesting. So I have – I have on I, – I think you have the notes up too, right? I have Sharon yeah. Carter stuff. Because I have an interesting theory. So when we first see Sharon, she kills the power broker. She kills all those people, right? Wait, like the first in this episode? Yeah, in this episode. Wait, she killed the power broker? Who else did? She was the one. Wait, I, I didn't. They think implied that, that. That's who the power broker was. It is. No. Okay, Selby, I'm. Selby is not the power broker. Okay. That case, it makes my argument so much but she, better. Yeah. I think she did kill Sully, though. Yeah, I think Mar. I think they're going to have Sharon Carter be the power broker. Yeah, I mean, because especially like at the end or close to the end of the episode, they were like, she walked in and she, or walked to her car and she said something, and I was like, oh, that feels odd and weird. They're definitely yep. going like towards a more. I'm going to be honest, I haven't read all of the comics she's been in, but I feel like it. she's usually on the side of S.H.I.E.L.D. and on the side of goodness. Yeah. But this time it feels like she's kind of more of an anti-hero role, which I, I am digging. Uh, yes, but I don't think her being Peggy Carter's daughter, correct? Or granddaughter? Granddaughter. Granddaughter? Or like, great I don't aunt. think... Or Peggy was her great aunt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I can't fully see her being. An antagonist. I could see her being a. Kind of sticking in this free range role that she's in right now, but I, I can't see them, especially with how Cap is now gone, and like, we, I think it would just have so much, negative press, with the general public. Because they'd be like, we don't have Steve Rogers anymore. We got this crappy version of Captain America. and We'll have a better version by the end of this show, Andrew. Well, yes, but still, they'd be like, why can't, why can't we have some sense of just like, wow, I'm glad that Peggy, or uh, Agent Carter, mm-hmm. yeah, Agent Carter, uh, <laughs> is, you know, working with Bucky and Sam. Yeah, I mean, it it's weird because like they kind of have to 
do this balancing act, right? They can't have all their villains be men. Mm-hmm. And they need to have strong female characters, right? Whether that's in the hero role or the villain role. Here we, we definitely ha- have, yeah. I mean, we've had strong female villains before. Hela, for example, strong. Who didn't make it to our uh, Marvel Madness, by the way, which I don't know how we skipped How that. did we skip her? I don't know. Because we got Odin, Thor, Loki. Those are the big three. You know. Yeah. Robots. Uh, or androids, aliens, aliens and, and wi- wizards. Er, wizards. Androids, aliens, and wizards. <laughs> anyway, but I, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Hela, she's, she was a strong female character, but for the most part, like, a lot of Marvel's female characters right now, they're, they're either, I mean, Wanda, she's in a weird spot, right? She might be a villain, she might not later. She was the Agatha, hero of her, sh- of her show. Yeah, Agatha, Agatha's kind of put on this, like, you're you're frozen in a block of ice right now. Right. She she's <laughs> bad but not terrible. Well, she's well, bad but she I think she's terrible, but I think, she's I think she's not, she's removed from the project right now. Like uh, she will come back, we think, but yeah. she's like currently cannot be doing anything because she is currently uh whatever her name is in the TV show. Agnes? Agnes, thank you. Yeah. Um it's, it is very, I, I want to see a grounded villain female character. Like, for example, what they did in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is they had um, an, a life model decoy um, of a human. Uh, her name was Ada. Um, she ended up using the Darkhold to create the framework, which gave us a big what-if scenario of what if Hydra was actually in control instead of um, the other shield. Shield, yeah. And at the end, she was trying to build herself a body. And in the framework, she went by the name of Madam Hydra because she was Hydra, and in the framework... She, she just kind of was the leader of Hydra. And that's a char- that's a reference to the comics. There's a character named Madam Hydra. Um, but I, I want to see a character like that, you know? Someone who is strong, commanding on the screen, bad, but also she's not too out there. You know, Hela has yeah. so much power and she didn't have anyone like she, she didn't have anyone to be like, oh, she's got a good point. Hela's got a great point here. No, Hela was just well, Hela bad. had no good point. Yeah, she was just like, I, I just want to rule Asgard. And Thor said in the whole world. Yeah, the, the, she wants the nine rounds. That's what she wanted. Well, she no, she she well, she was upset that Thor or Loki stopped at or. Odin stopped at nine realms. Well, that's because, yeah, because she she wanted to go all throughout the universe and control. Mm-hmm. Um, which so you need 
in in a comic book franchise like Marvel, you need to have that. I'm a bad guy for bad purposes. Villain every once in a while. But you also need someone with good ideals, strong character. And we've gotten that before. We have. Mm-hmm. Marvel's done a really good job. Uh, Ghost. Great character. Um, but she didn't have, like... She, she, she was just a little kid trying to survive, basically. Um, yeah. Even though she was, she's, like... I don't know how old she is, but... <laughs> um, there's been... I mean, Baron Zemo, we're seeing more of him. He has an ideal of there should be no heroes. Even Vision, beginning of Civil War, he agreed. He's like, the fact that us heroes exist brings out challenge from other people. Granted, Mm -hmm. without them, Thanos would have came, snapped everyone, um, and everything would be miserable for a long time. More than those five years. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, it's very... I feel like they may make a... What's her name? Kam- Kamala... Ka- Kamala Khan? Ka- Kamala. Mm-hmm. Her? I yeah. feel like she may be the... Like... That type of character, though. Like, well, we have Captain Marvel. And her. And the two of them... Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel... Um, Kamala Khan. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're talking about... I'm, I'm talking about the, the person in... Uh, oh! <laughs> I was like... I don't know who Kamala Khan is. She's Miss Marvel. That's great. I don't know who Miss Marvel is. They haven't released a movie about her yet. She's so got a Disney I, I, Plus show coming up. Yeah, and I'll get to Next know who year? she is then. But I don't know anything <laughs> about her now. Okay. I haven't read the comics. Okay. She's a great, great character, but... Go on. You were talking about Carly, though. Carly. Why do I think her name is something other than that? I don't know. Because you are bad at remembering names. And you like to also joke with the names. Yeah. So, Harley Quinn is, um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think she will be, like, that strong female character that has... Like, while she does have, like, reasoning for her values now, like, ultimately, and we saw that in episode one, like, she wants things to go back to the way they were. Like, she she believed everything was better during the snap and wants things to go back that way. Obviously, she can't get, you know, all the Infinity Stones and make us go back to the snap. Um, well, no, well, she, she could, but... She doesn't know about the pin particles and their ability to travel through time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just very... I think she will be like this. I, mm-hmm. Like, I don't think she's going to be able to withstand longer than the series. But I, I'm hoping her character arc stays evil. And, like, she doesn't have, like, a redeeming moment at the end. You know? I hope that it's, like... Yeah. The, the only reason you would think that she's doing the right thing is because you just... S- you kind of empathize with her right and the Not one thing anything I, other than that i am enjoying i mean they, they kind of showed us you know what it was like when everyone came back with the blip at the beginning of wandavision right mm-hmm. um and there was all this chaos of madness 
What I'm liking is more of that um, aftermath of the blip. And Mm -hmm. I love this kind of... I don't want to say dystopian, because that's not what this is. This is just a world that is shaking and trying to figure out what's going on. I would say post-dystopian, honestly. Like... Mm -hmm. Well, dystopia is a utopia gone wrong. And this is not... I mean, during the five years, that was not a utopia gone wrong. No, that was a dystopia, I would say. But it wasn't a utopia gone wrong, because they weren't at that utopia moment. Were they? I Like, think about it. You have this world that is essentially created where... um, Like you have these superheroes who are trying to make everything, you know, as good as possible and like pr- kind of doing a good job in some people's eyes, doing a bad job in some people's eyes, obviously it depends on how you look at it. And like, I, I think they were reaching a utopian, like that, that, that was Stark's goal was to create a utopia essentially. Kind of his goal. I, I don't think his goal was a utopia. I think his goal was that any external threats would think twice about coming to Earth. Um, and they kind of... He kind of achieved his goal with I mean, fought Loki, but, like, he wanted well, something on, else. On. Let's talk about this, then. Could we say that the blip was a utopia? Think during, about it. During the time in the blip? Yes. I... I guess everyone cuz that's 5 everyone years. Everyone had that food. nothing happened. Like we did not no get war. information about like oh aliens came and attacked like this happened this happened blah 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 like and we saw at the end like the people who were struggling were people with PTSD which is something that is always going to be mm-hmm. involved with anything ev- like that's it's just going to be a thing that can't really ever disappear cuz like in order for a utopia to be created somebody is going to have to lose something. Right. Somewhere. In 1984, yeah. it was the uh, the working class that lost all their rights. Every mm-hmm. human lost their ability of free speech and, and three, free thought, even. Yeah. So, I think very much, like, we could say that we are in a dystopia. Like, and, and that would go with Car- what Carly's saying is we are in a dystopia now because after the, at, the, at the end of those five years, everything was people got to a point where they were content and okay with how it is and like so wow we survived and we're doing better i don't think we're at a dystopia now i think i think i'm going to agree with you we were at a utopia during those five years it was a sad utopia but it was a utopia nonetheless yeah um now we are in a post-utopian society Mm -hmm. where Things are not good anymore. It's not because a dystopia. Because we doubled the population. Right. Um, whales are no longer going to be coming back to the harbor. They're going to have those pollution issues just like they had again. And they were finally fixing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's... So Than- Thanos created a utopia. All across the universe. Honestly. He, what he did made the people who, sur- who were fortunate enough to survive have a, the opportunity for a utopian lifestyle. Yep. And 
Carly very much saw that, and when people came back, she went back to where she was because, I mean, what I'm assuming is, like, you know, she had probably gotten a house or a living situation somewhere, and then that person came back because she was saying, like, they were kicked out. Yeah. Essentially. Like, what, uh, when Because I, when their she old that, houses like, oh. were... Yeah. Yeah. So, I think so, very much we see... We can see Carly's point of view. So, those of you listening to uh, this podcast, make sure to tweet at us at Marvel Super Show and let us know what you think. Was this a... Was the five years during the blip a utopia? Was it a dystopia? Are we just crazy and don't know what we're talking about because that's also possible <laughs> yeah um let us know your thoughts so i want to segue into our what i i have two big points that i want to talk about you should buy a segue then wrong that was my segue <laughs> um so did you notice Right before Carly and the Flag Smashers went into that building to get supplies, did you see that symbol on the door? On the gate? No. No? It was... I believe it was a blue circle with a red X in it. What's that? That's... It's a little messy... I mean, it, it kind of is the, the X-Men logo, right? Okay. So, here's my thinking. I think we're going, we're going to start seeing mutants soon. I'm not sure when, but sooner rather than later, we're going to see mutants. Um, I think in the... I think our first mutant, and I, I just thought of this now, our first mutant is going to be Kamala Khan. Is Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of sucks because she gets her powers from Terra Genesis, which is a much cooler. I mean, it, they tell different stories, right? They they wrote the Inhumans to be one one thing for the Marvel universe, and the mutants to be another thing. Um, but I think G. The Global Security Council? Is that what it is? The GSC? Well, what was the, the organization that they brought up at the beginning of the, the show? I have it written down. Oh, good. GRC. Global re- Revitalization? Re- 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 Reconstructive um, Services. Yeah, something. something like that. Um, but they're, I think they're going to evolve into Professor Xavier's school for the gifted youngsters. Okay. Um, and the only reason I think that is because of that X. Fair enough. Uh, it's a stretch. I, I know. It, it, it's one of those theories that's not going to pan out. And I'm, I'm ready to be disappointed with it. But if it doesn't pan, if it does pan out, you heard it here first, folks. Unless someone online made an article saying this exact same thing and posted it before our podcast. Nah, you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Um, 
so is, is that all you had on X-Men? I, I don't know much about the X-Men franchise, so I can't really comment. Well, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the X-Men franchise is, it was written, let me hear a little history lesson. It was written to kind of talk about segregation. Well, yeah, no, no, I know. That. I meant more like the <laughs> oh. individuals. Well, like, you got Cyclops, Wolverine. No, no, I mean, oh, God. I, I don't, I don't know like, <laughs> things. Oh my God. Like I, I, I don't even know how to explain this. Like I, I know the X Men. I know who you have. I've seen the movies, but I don't know like them. Like oh, I know Tony Stark's entire story arc. I know like you know I don't like other other than uh not Logan. Who is that guy? Wolverine. That's Logan. Um, Wait, Logan, that's Logan? Logan and Wolverine are the same. Oh, I thought the little kid was Logan. What was the little kid's name in Logan? X-23. That's not a name. That's a n- letter and two numbers. It's an alphanumeric number. Yeah. That was but, the kid's name? Uh, she, she had another one. I don't know. Oh, right. It was a girl. It was a girl. Yeah. I don't know why you thought... Logan was a little girl's name. I don't know. I'm... I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about the Marvel and not the X-Men. Because literally, I feel like an Marvel is the X-Men, X-Men. No, Deadpool is the X-Men. X-Force. Deadpool's inclusive. So what did you... Wolverine is not. Let's not... Okay. So, I did have something else I wanted to talk about on, like, the same vein of, like, crazy ideas. Okay. Are you familiar with Latveria? The ship of Theseus? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Latveria is a... is a fictional country ruled by none other than Victor Von Doom. Also known as Doctor Doom. Doom? Mm-hmm. Right. So the comics he's way cooler than uh, the Doctor Doom we saw in like the early two thousands, uh, Fantastic Four. Because mm-hmm. he has magic, and he rules an entire country, and he has uh, uh, Doom bots that look and act just like Doctor Doom, and every time he dies, it's more often than not. A doom bot. Wow. Yes. So he's super cool, super smart, um, very powerful. Ruler of Latveria. Or keep on mispronouncing it. I know I am. Latveria. Latveria. Anyway. Have you noticed where most of these conflicts that Carly and her team are located around? Lativa, right? Lativa. Which is pretty... I mean, spelling-wise, it's pretty close to... Yeah. Latveria. I have... So you think that we could be seeing Doctor Doom come in? I'm... I'm I have two theories on this. I, I think Latveria is going to be either coming out of... Lat... Lat... Latia? That, that's the country, right? Lat... I thought it was Lativa. Lat... I may be wrong. I I don't know. I'm bad at countries. That was my worst subject. Um, But it's either there or Sokovia is going to be uh, Latvernia. 
but very mm-hmm. uh, whatever. <laughs> Doctor Doom's country. <laughs> that that I think that would make the most sense with Sokovia. I I think so too, especially since they they've talked about how Sokovia's been like kind of devoured Rumbles. by its yeah enemies or by its neighbors. All it takes is one leader to stand up from the rubble of Sokovia and say no. This is our place. Yeah. Yeah. That that would uh I think that would make a lot of sense. It would It'd be really cool. And I feel like it could be something that we could be getting soon cuz they they just entered the uh Sokovia Memorial. They talked about it. They didn't enter it. Oh. He, they were talking about it and then were, Zemo goes, "We're here." I thought that meant like we're here at like the memorial. No, because they were in... I thought they went to Germany. They were in Germany. So but I thought the memorial... Cor- mi- well, Why I thought it like it Germany? was a memorial in Germany. I don't know. I That doesn't make sense. Like It doesn't, but that's. I was just like, oh, okay, he said we're here. The here we're talking about must be this memorial. No, I, like, I, I, I picture that there is a memorial where um, the city in Sokovia fell. That's mm-hmm. what I imagine happens. Happened. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably, that like, sense. the only spot in Sokovia that is not trickled with war at the moment. I think everything around Sokovia is probably, like, doing pretty. It is, like, fighting. But, like, that memorial is probably pretty peaceful. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, I thought it was weird. So, Sam and Bucky didn't participate at all in Age of Ultron. Correct. Why would they go to Sokovia? Yeah, I don't know. That was a really weird line of dialogue. I mean, Sam was in Age of Ultron, but he didn't participate in Sokovia. No, he was looking for Bucky. At the time? Yeah. Sam Sam I- said he was going to help... Uh, Cap looked for Bucky. Uh, Cap got pulled into this Avenger mission, and um, I thought Sam was at the party though. He was at the party, and he said, "Okay." He said, "Nah, you got your world. I've got mine. Yeah, uh, I'm yep. looking. I'm I'm still doing research into our missing persons case. Those were his exact ah. words." Okay. Missing person. I understand being... that all then. Bucky. Okay, yeah. I understand. That makes sense then. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, I just looked over at chat. X-23's name is Laura. Thank you, Kayla, for that. It was close. Laura, Logan. You were kind of close. We'll give you 5% credit. Half points. I was Um, giving you less than half. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a question. I have an answer. Do you think, shoot, I forgot his name, and I don't want to sound like an idiot. Hold on. Tony Stark. No. Do you think, had Chadwick Boseman not passed away, it would have been him instead of Okoye? No. That showed up. Okay. I, because that doesn't fit with, at the very end of Winter, or, not Winter Soldier. Civil War. Black Panther is the one to stop 
Zemo from killing himself. Because he's learned his lesson about revenge. Mm-hmm. He knows that it makes people evil and do things that, that are against their nature. Yeah, but he would still want Zemo behind bars. Sure. But the expression that Akoi gives at the end of the, uh, the episode is not one of, I want him behind bars. It looks a little bit more menacing than that. Yeah. She looked like he he got out, and I now have a chance to to redeem Wakanda, to redeem T'Chaka's lineage, to mm. to right a wrong. I I don't know. I don't I don't think she would go out of her way to like because she is loyal to the king. Yes. And at this point we don't know whether Chad whether the Black Panther himself like what they're doing with him. Like we know Cherie's going to take over. Do we more know than that? Likely. More than likely. Yeah, cuz yeah, they but it could be they they well they said they're not going to have um they're not recasting. They're not going to re- they're not the right. recasting and that Cherie's going to take a larger role. Right. That's what they've said. Right. So it's assumed Cherie will become the Black Panther, or I don't know yep. if she had another name in the comics. No, so. it's the Black Panther. It's a mantle. It it's yeah. it's like Captain America. It is a symbol. Yeah. So, with that, I I don't think Cherie would be saying, "Hey, we have to kill Zemo." No, I don't um, think it's. I don't think she's but, doing it out of a king or, because like, in in the timeline of Marvel, like take the real world out of it. This is what three months have passed since the blip something yeah yeah it's it hasn't been too long wakanda's probably getting back on its feet they're probably having similar issues than ever, as everyone else uh they just lost their king they're they're getting back to where they were akoi probably found out oh shit <laughs> um zemo escaped I'm, I've been leading Wakanda for a while. Let me take a vacation. I don't know. I, it, I, I don't think she wants to kill him. I, I think she... She is so loyal to... T'Chaka. The Black Panther. T'Challa. To, T'Chaka. She was loyal to T'Chaka before she was loyal to T'Challa. Yeah, but T'Challa was like literally stopped him from killing himself and like is such a good character person that i don't think she would break what t'challa would want that's why i honestly think they wanted t'challa to like be there because that i think makes more sense because you see um, i it's the relationship between him and bucky it's hard though. If you do, if you do, T'Challa. If you do the Black Panther, at this point, it is known. I mean, more or less, it is known that the King of Wakanda is the Black Panther. And what'd your cat do? It was my foot. I just dropped like a little thing for my bed like a metal piece that is supposed to be on my bed but this isn't it fell off my little tower sorry for the 
earphone warning. That was not what we intended. <laughs> but it's hard for a king of a nation, especially one that is now widely known as a technologically advanced society, to be to walk around the streets of Germany. Let, let's go, let's just go with your line of, of thinking, right? No, that, he 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 would be able to hide. Like we have seen so many times that many Wakandans just know how to hide in plain sight. That's not his job, though. But he knows it's how to do that. Not like, his it, it, at this point in the story of the greater MCU, because you have to think about not just. Oh, what would make sense in the, the story? You just... <laughs> you're using your foot to get your point in, across. <laughs> um, no, but... Wakanda needs to rebuild. T'Challa, there's... People who are worried about things because of the blip. And T'Challa has to be the king now to say... I'm here and I'm going to take care of my people. Let's say that T'Challa heard Zemo got out of jail, right? Akoi, he could have said, Akoi, you are my most trusted advisor, brilliant um, warrior. I need you to check on this. I need you to take care of this and put him back behind bars. I, I think he would say I need to you to bring him in. He like, would. That's yes. that's fine that... if if you think. I I really think they would have wanted T'Challa to be the person doing that there. Like I think it's great that Okoye like is doing it because obviously we can't have T'Challa do it. But right. like I I think they would have had T'Challa because of the T'Challa Bucky. Like I, I also don't know. I also don't know because, so, pre-COVID, BC, um, this was going to be our first show, and then as soon as COVID hit, they only had two more weeks of reshoots left for this show. Mm-hmm. If, if Chadwick was going to be in the show. I mean, he had already passed. Not at that point, no. He passed during COVID, didn't he? I don't. I don't think so. Chat, help me out here, Kayla. <laughs> no, I'm looking it up. Andrew. He passed. Oh wow. He did pass in 2020. I told you. Hmm. See, yes, All after right. COVID. Thank yeah, you, Kayla right. and Chat. Yeah. Wow. I think. Akoi is so, yeah no they they wanted to send a coat okay yeah. yeah I I do think that she didn't go behind T'Challa though I talking with you more I, I'm agreeing with you more and more about it the and thing, I I don't think she wants to kill him I I think I'm agreeing with you on all that uh the one like thing she because they could bring him in mm-hmm. to Wakanda and f- fix him. I mean, I don't think they would fix him. I think they would just keep him prisoner. But So, I am interested, though. I think we're going to see more of Bucky's time in Wakanda. Like, in flashbacks. Yeah. Which, 
I have one guess on what's going to happen. I think. I think. I think. I think. Akoi was was one of the people who to help Bucky. Like rehabilitate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think that that there is some prior history between the two of them, not like a relationship or anything but like there is definitely like a story behind the two of them and i hope that's explored in the next three episodes but we're also at the halfway point of the show so there's not there's there's not a lot of show left there's not a lot of movie yeah i think there is we've got at least two hours left of like total viewing time, two and a half hours. You're gonna get now. You're gonna get forty minutes of each episode. We got fifty this episode. Forty, forty-five. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're getting at two any two two to two hours and fifteen minutes of more screen time. It might be longer for movie. the last episode too. Exactly. Like that's a whole movie right there, Dylan. Yeah. We could get we we have no idea what could happen. Yeah. So, speaking of not knowing what's going to happen, let's make asses out of ourselves and tell everyone what's going to happen in these next three episodes. Uh, alright, I think we're going to have where we kind of get Bucky and Zemo, and they, because, hold on, I really don't know where they are and what they're doing, but they're trying to, like, I guess they're trying to find Carly at this point because they know for sure it's Carly. Um, And they don't really have any other leads on people. Um, I think we're going to get... I hope we get a little bit of interrogation as to why Zemo killed that guy, the professor, or the scientist. Um, The only reason I think he could have done that was because he was just like, we're out of time, we need to go, and we're all gonna die anyways um but i feel like because he had to like look in the place for that gun so i think there's a deeper meaning as to why he killed him um i don't know what that is though then let's see i think i don't think we're gonna get our first interaction of zemo or uh bucky and sam and carly until end of episode five or beginning of episode six. Okay. Um, I, th- I also don't think we're gonna get. Um, shoot, that was something I meant to do. What? So we see. Uh, remember there? They sent out the trailer where it looked like, where Sam had the shield, mm-hmm. and we think that he threw it, and it hit like a bunch of target dummies, and he caught it. Right. That's what the shot looked like, but we saw the shot of the target dummies getting hit by um john walker practicing right so i want to see if i I wanted to look and like really analyze that trailer and see okay is that sam who threw that and i don't think it is i think that is entirely john walker and i don't think sam's gonna get the shield back until episode six i i agree that he's not going to get the shield back until episode six and i think u.s agent and battlestar i think the two of them what kind of I think the, the two of them are the real villains here. 
And I think there's a lot of setup for for Sharon Carter to be the power broker mm-hmm. um, in kind of this not good but not bad role. Because she's doing pretty yeah, well off. She's, she's definitely the power broker, yeah. I would say. And I don't think and... she ever wants to leave um, uh, Moripur. Yeah. Yeah. I the, my thing is I think if she does get pardoned in America and it's not common knowledge that she's the power broker like I'm thinking the only person who actually knows who, that she's the power broker is her assistant so I think if that's the case she may just leave it all behind okay cuz she brought up how her dad doesn't even know where she is and like you know that seemed like it affected her like, I, I think she would leave all of that behind. You know, obviously take some of her wealth with her, but she would she would just disclose as the power broker and, you know, the power broker passed or, like, you know, is something happened to them. Right. So, my predictions for the, the remaining of the series, a Koei, I think next episode's going to be really Koei-focused. Akoi, Wakanda, and that interaction. I think we're going to get uh, some kind of scene where we have Akoi, Zemo, and Falcon Winter Soldier. Not breaking in, but tracking Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, them talking to Carly, realizing that Carly... Her ideals are correct. Her methods are wrong. Okoe is going to say, you know what? Wakanda has some food that we can spare. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to T'Challa to see if we can get some resources. You bring Zemo back to jail. Zemo says, uh-uh, no, 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 not me. And then he runs off with Carly. Hmm. Um, all... And the only reason that he's able to run off with Carly is because we get a scene, or in that same scene, we get, um, oh, we get, what's it called? We get John Walker and Battlestar coming in with the, with their army, um, to break down the doors of wherever they're all meeting, um, and there's just all this chaos, and it ends up being Falcon and, um, John Walker fighting hand-to-hand, Bucky taking care of all the no-name soldiers, um, and yeah, that's my prediction of episode four, and everything gets resolved in episode six. Yep. Everything will get resolved in episode six. I don't think we're going to have any even close to resolutions in four or five. Yeah. Um, Well, I don't think everything will be resolved. Like... Well, yeah. Now, we will this we'll get the major of this arc. Yeah. 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 So, also, one thing I forgot to mention, uh Zemo has a musical theme. I it's like, the it's the Civil War theme. No, 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 no. No. Uh, that that is from Civil War. Right. It is from Civil War. But like that is his personal like theme. Cuz that plays every time we see him, or every time that he, he's been alluded to, right. or that like we begin seeing him. Well, we we get that 
we got that scene more so in um, the beginning of Civil War when he wasn't mm-hmm. there. It, I think that's a Winter Soldier thing. No, no, no. Because the Winter Soldier theme was played in episode... Was that episode two? Or was it episode one? Where I don't know. I think it was episode one. Where all where the, he, there's the flashback for the oh dream. that's episode one, yeah that's the Winter Soldier music, um. But yeah, I think I think that's Baron Zemo's, like motif. Okay. I'll need to go back and watch Civil War to double check, but. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, that's all we've got today. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned for next week, uh, uh, where we'll talk about more. Yeah, we will talk to you guys later, I guess. Bye-bye. Bye.